Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV. Hello, everybody. Um, Bing is for doing, and we are back doing another after show for Pretty Little Liars. We are in season four, episode six, Under the Gun. I am your host, Kelly, and with me today. Hi, I'm Stephanie. It's great to be back with you all this week. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Emma. And um, I'm sorry that I missed last week's episode. Apparently, there was a a lot of talk online about last week's after show. We definitely read all those comments. And um, although we, I'm, you know, conversations go. Everybody has their own opinion, and I know you. I I wasn't here. I didn't. Yeah, wasn't part of that conversation. But I'm aware that you you guys just made a comment about the storyline, and some people you kind of like took it in a in a negative way, which is not what you guys intended to do. And, you know, we love that you guys are listening and watching and commenting and getting involved. That's one thing that we really, you know, want to encourage. But please rest assured that AfterBuzz is absolutely gay-friendly. There's there's no issues as far as the sexuality goes for anyone on this panel, anyone here at AfterBuzz. And we definitely apologize for you know, any, you know, buddy taking what, what the comments were it in a was, bad way. Yeah, a hundred percent not what we intended at yeah. all. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, once again, I know, you know, just, uh, apologize that anyone misinterpreted what we were saying, but it was based on the storyline and it was in any of our personal opinions about society and how it should right, be. Right, right. So um, all in all, yeah, everybody's, we love everybody. Everybody's welcome. It's a very friendly place and, yeah. You know, everything, everything's good. And although our, you know, opinions about Paige, which we talk about all the time, are different, it has nothing to do with the fact that she's not a man or that it's a, you know, that kind of a relationship. No. And it's just that the personalities and it's different things. I think we talk about it all the time on the show that we, we say like, is a character good or bad? And mm-hmm. oftentimes our opinion changes throughout seasons. And I think if you can go back in the show, We've talked about all those characters right. being good or bad, regardless of sexual orientation. It's just we're looking at the storylines of the show. Right, and the, and the characters themselves and their personalities, and that's how we're breaking it down. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get right into it. 
Third degree felony. Hannah is looking at a third degree felony. When I watched the episode, I, I just caught up on it last night. And when I watched it, she was trying to bury the gun with with the beer mug, like uh, scooping out the dirt. Come on. Come on. See, no the, patience. Kids have no patience these days. She's like, <laughs> you know, I feel so bad for her because she was trying to get help. She was trying to get Spencer's attention. Right. And it was like, but you it's know, like that, she waited five minutes. That and then- bad child <laughs> that, you know, it's like, well, I'm just going to do whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she does it anyways. But, you know, Spencer does take uh, ownership of that and says, you know, I uh, she was trying to get my attention and yeah. I wasn't giving it to her. So she just took it upon herself to make it right. Right. By digging up with um, with. I mean, it's a very scary situation to be in. Here she is. She finds this gun in her mother's closet. She just, she's afraid for her. She's She knows what's going on more than her parents, at least as far as she thinks, more than her parents do. And she wants to do everything that she can to protect them and her friends. And it, she just keeps getting herself into more and more trouble by trying to make things right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Just mm-hmm. that need to protect is actually causing her harm at this point. Right. She, she's not using logic in the way she's trying to protect people. We see her with that coffee mug outside of a college party, like trying to hide a gun. It just it, it's not the best choices. And it's it's catching up with her in tonight's episode. Right. And at this point. I mean, A is really closing in on them a lot more aggressively than before, getting their family involved and calling the police and really, truly getting them in trouble. It's not really just about killing them anymore, getting rid of them. They, mm-hmm. You know, it's making everybody suffer. And this is a whole new, you know, dynamic that we're seeing here. But I think the truth is going to come out, you know, mm-hmm. one day or another, or, you know, regardless of how far you tuck it away and make sure, you know, no one tries to get it or forget about it. Mm-hmm. I think they really need to tell their parents and um, let them know what's going on. Well, I because think they're parents- trying to protect them, but they, you know, not to underestimate anyone's abilities or knowledge, but they're mm-hmm. still in high school and their parents have had, you know, 20 more years in real life experience right. to be able to, you know, come up with a solution and try to help them with it. Well, I think their parents probably know a lot more than these kids think that they do. And just as the show has been progressing, it it looks like it may have started with the parents. And watching last week's episode, and I know we've talked about this before, that maybe it's something that's kind of like been passed down and been a generational thing. And with this Mrs. Mrs. Grunswald, is that yeah. her name? I, yes, I mm-hmm. believe so. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because we've definitely had tweets this week, or at least I did, mm-hmm. kind of that it could be this generational thing and that mm-hmm. maybe what's the connection of her to the girls and that it is intergenerational. So Mm -hmm. we're not the only ones thinking that for sure. Right. And I loved how, uh, you know, all of our viewers, you know, they were leaving us comments and I was reading through it that, you know, they said it might be uh, the new detective, it might be Mm -hmm. Allie's grandma. You know, I just loved all the creative theories they were coming up with and I was like hmm hold on a second and someone was like when, when you guys go back to look at episode I think it was like 21 of season 3 mm-hmm. you could see the connection I was like oh my god I mean when you really sit and think about it and that's one of the coolest things about this show and the way that the storylines evolve is that you can always go back and it'll make sense some part of it everything you look at mm-hmm. will make sense and yeah, it's every time I watch it and you, you sit on it for a minute and the more and more that you think about it these you know these theories kind of come to light so it's it definitely is fun to go back and see what other th- people think about it. Because uh, I think now my Dr. Sullivan thing is kind of dying out. I don't know. <laughs> you mean this 
this theory that I've literally been hearing about for a year, if not more, that this is the person, and now you're going to back out of it? I'm not backing out completely, oh. but I'm thinking that... Exhausting? <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm thinking she's still involved somehow. I'm just changing her positioning. See, I love that the writers keep us on their toes, like yeah. on our toes. We always kind of, you never know where the show is turning, and that's something that I think they deserve so much credit for, because on a show like this, it can become very predictable, and mm-hmm. they've done a good job. We're in season four now of still being new and fresh. And yeah. you still don't know who's a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and they were, you know, they were giving some vocabulary lessons tonight, like explaining mm-hmm. things. I yeah. mean, Hannah is in trouble and they're going to test the gun to see if it was the gun that killed Wilden, which I think we all knew that it more than likely it was. Definitely. Just uh, from past episodes and the way we know a, the A character to be. And Spencer explained, you know, gives everybody a little lesson on ballistics, which I think is kind of cool because especially with the younger kid, the, the you know, viewers that they have is to really understand kind of what's going on and keep up because this is kind of the show is getting a little bit more grown up just with mm-hmm. the things that they're dealing with. I mean, it was already grown up enough to begin with, but it's, it's you know, it's getting more and more dramatic. And so I, I like that they're, you know, kind of educating the viewers. I also appreciated the fact that it was Spencer who was giving that explanation mm-hmm. tonight because she would be the one who was like the know-it-all who right. would have that information. The other girls, while they're all smart in different ways, I don't know that they'd be like, ballistics, let me explain it to you in like a Webster dictionary kind of way. (laughs) Right. Well, and plus, you know, Spencer has the lawyer mother, so it just, it completely makes sense that she would be the one to do that. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then we have Hannah's dad that's back. He's back in the picture. He's trying to be there to be supportive, help out, find out what's going on. I don't really know. See, this is something that I thought about, um, over the course of this week. Do you think that he's a good guy, or is he gonna come back around and do something that ends up hurting. I don't know. I was going back and forth with that as we were watching this whole episode tonight. And I don't know. I mean, there's obviously a huge strain with his relationship with Hannah, which we already know. And, you know, all the way to the fact where she admits that that's the reason why she didn't go to him. She didn't feel like she could or that he would accept that or help her. And that's a really, you know, sad place to be. But in that scene where they're both sitting on the stairs and he's, you know, having a drink and kind of it looks like he's contemplating everything. I, I don't know. It made me think that maybe he is a good guy, but then I mean, I for him to pack up his, you know, his new family and move out of Rosewood just because of, you know, the altercation that happened between Hannah and the stepdaughter right. at school and not talk to your daughter, not check in to see how she's doing or, you know, even your ex-wife, you know, how is she doing? What's going on? You know, with all the things that she's already been through and then Caleb goes to him for help and just to let him know what's going on and he kind of pushes him away Mm -hmm. and didn't really do anything I wouldn't go to him either if I was Hannah so it's just I mean him being a bad dad doesn't necessarily make him a bad guy and that's kind of where where the yeah, the confusion lies for me, at least, on what, how I feel about his character. I, I'm not sure yet. I guess we'll find out now that Ashley's been arrested. Yeah, and I hope that they can mend the relationship. That mm-hmm. I agree with you, the difference between a good guy and a or a bad dad and a bad guy. But yeah. um, I think that it would be an interesting plot line on the show to have how Hannah deals with mending that relationship with her I think he still cares about them. Um, You know, we've seen him trying to come back to Ashley before Mm -hmm. he was actually married and trying to see how, if it would work out and Ashley had to 
basically tell him that you're getting married. This isn't going to go anywhere. So I don't think he would do anything. I think he would try to protect them. He just didn't know how to take it mm-hmm. um, when Caleb was telling him with everything that's gone on with Hannah. Right. Um, he just, I think, didn't know how to take it and kind of had to step back. And um, and we didn't know that Ashley had gone to him before. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think he'll do everything he can to protect them. We'll see, I guess. One of the things that I find that's very interesting, too, with A and her new aggressive behavior is that it's bringing all the families clo- all the families back together, all the mm-hmm. parents back together with the kids. Because, because all the trouble that they're getting into is forcing them to all come together. I mean, we're even, we even see, you know, Arya's brother is back. We hadn't seen him in a while. And it's kind of uniting them all. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if in some kind of twisted way that could be the point. Well, the truth is coming out. You mm-hmm. see, little by little, you know, they are telling, um, even if they, they don't tell them, it comes out. So mm-hmm. the girls don't have to live with, you know, this burden of lies um, forever because right. it's already revealed. Mm-hmm. And even the parents themselves, you know, Ashley had to tell her ex-husband and her, you know, and Hannah that she had the gun and mm-hmm. she was with Wilden where she was lying to Hannah before when Hannah was asking. So right. the truth's coming out. How the What the consequences will be, we don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, because we find out that she did actually point the gun at him. He took it away from her. But she didn't shoot him. She ran away. So whatever happens next, I mean, hopefully we'll find out soon enough. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. And I, the more and more that you get into it, and the more, I mean, we saw lots of the parents tonight, so... The generational thing is definitely a possibility, I think. Um, and maybe it has something to do with the sorority and with Mrs. Grunwald and that crazy secret room. Is there a secret passageway? Is that how she's getting in and out with nobody knowing that she leaves and when she leaves and when she comes back? Does she hide kids down there with all the scratch marks on the wall? Like, what's going on in that room? I still don't get how Tippy knew that number. Like, it's that still bothers me. <laughs> I, 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 I read your comments, guys. I hear your explanation. I still, it just, I, I don't I know. I love Toby's comment <laughs> to Spencer. Yeah, <laughs> Spencer's comment to Toby. I would rather trust Tippy <laughs> yeah. bird than A. He's like, you're following a lead that you got from a bird. <laughs> I the best. I was just like, oh, so much logic. All of a sudden, we have this like logical moment where we're like, we're following tips from birds. Let's reevaluate ourselves. Okay, guys, let's go. But it led them to, you know, the actual place and to find the phone number. So, I mean, hey, birds are smart. Animals are smart. It's, you know, you I'm not knocking well, it. I just speak to, you know, I'm just, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I, you know, I like it. I, like- I, I want to see, where is Tippy? I'm, I'm sad for, I'm sad for Tippy. We need to find Tippy. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I feel like Spencer would love that too. But Spencer's so good at putting all these pieces together. I, I think mm-hmm. that that's what we're seeing with her character is so much of like, none of the other girls are going to Ravenswood, which it's the first time we should mention mm-hmm. that we get to see Ravenswood. Absolutely. And how Scary. creepy is Ravenswood? <laughs> Everybody's kind of like stoic. Zombie-ish. It's weird. They're kind of zombie-ish. And, and it's very uh, like black and white. Mm-hmm. And the only people that stood out from the whole scene was Shauna and um, Spencer. Mm-hmm. One was wearing red, one was wearing green. Mm-hmm. So and everyone else was kind of on and a dull gray scale. colors and yeah. weird. It almost feels like it's from a different 
time period. It's yeah, so weird because like Pretty Little Liars, it feels very modern today where w- just the way they filmed it even just felt, you know, kind of dusty old town. I, I don't even know. Well, it does. It feels like we went back in time a little bit with this yeah. talent. It feels like it's a kind of on pause that it mm-hmm. hasn't really evolved. And and I don't know if it was just our feed and the way that we watched it, but even like the film was a little bit weird. Like it was different. I don't know if mm-hmm. anybody else noticed that or if it was just ours that and it had nothing to do with the show. It was just a technical thing. <laughs> yeah. But it seems to be like when, when we got into that part, it was still like a little bit more like film noir a little bit. Uh, just, absolutely. You know what I mean? Just absolutely. kind of with that vintagey kind of look to it, which was really creepy and awesome at the same time. And also how creepy was it? I hope I'm not incorrect in stating this, that there were headstones, like, everywhere on mm-hmm. on the street. And I was just like, <laughs> why do we not have a, like, place that, like, a cemetery? Like, <laughs> it's just all over? Okay. Well, it looks like the whole town seems to be a cemetery, kind of. I just the way so. that the layout was. It was very strange. Yeah. Because when they first drive into town, we see the woman standing at the casket mm-hmm. in what looks to be kind of a cemetery. And then when they park at the meter, there's the headstone by the tree with the fence around it. And then as the choir is playing over a loudspeaker, all the townspeople seem to flock to this angel statue. And they're just kind of standing there. What is going on? <laughs> That's what I, I wrote three giant question marks. So it's just like, is, yeah. is this a, and that's where of, we see Shauna. Like, what's, yeah. what is she doing there? What was the package like she it had? It was more natural for her, whereas for Spencer was curiosity, wanting to know what's going on, why are all these people there? And, mm-hmm. uh, Shauna was just kind of, um, more blending in with the crowd and it, it seemed like it wasn't the first time she had. Yeah, it definitely looked like it was not the first time she'd been there. But when we see her jumping into Jenna's car, she had a package in her hand. Like, what was that package and where did she get it from? An exchange with maybe. Miss, uh, the Mrs. house mother? Maybe. Well, and when they first go looking for the house mother, the, uh, the, the, um, groundskeeper, was creepy, a little scary, but he, he also was made a phone. Fun- roses off of <laughs> the plants. Did not anyone else notice that? I know. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. No, and then he made a phone call to someone we don't know, but you know the the dial kind of sounded like the number that Tippy was calling <laughs> or singing. Now it, it's our investigation. Now it all makes sense. No, I'm just kidding. But the, you know he he called someone, so he may have called um, the house mother at the hair salon when. Spencer sees her through the window and goes in to talk to her. You know, she says she's not the one. Obviously, she's the one. But what her role is, we don't know. It's it's just the whole time. I'm, I'm really excited to see this new show, the spinoff show, mm-hmm. Ravenswood, because this town is, like, super creepy. I mean... I, they're going to have me watching that from episode one. Like, I will know the premiere date. Like, be here probably discussing it in all honesty. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, and there's a, there was a lot of tension for all the girls in this episode tonight because of Mona. Mona's back. Mona calls out Spencer for hiding the uh, RV story, the fact that Toby took it, hiding it from the girls and his situation. How do you? What do you guys think about that? How do you feel about that? Do you think they have a right to be mad? Should they just kind of let it go? They all keep things from each other. Well, they keep on saying how they're going to tell, you know, the truth and they're all going to share what's going on, but they don't. So, you know, every single one of them has done it at one point or another. Yeah, it's like, how mad can you really be? But, you know, they they get over it pretty fast. When they need each other, they're always there. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter, you know, how mad or how upset they are at one another. They'll always be there to help one another out, and that's what I 
I really like. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've kind of still make Mona. It's the four of them, and then when they want Mona, Mona's in their group. If they don't want Mona, she's the first one to be an outcast. And oh I, yeah, and so maybe that's why she's doing it. She feels that too. It's it's easy to feel that. I think especially in high school. Well, as she should because yeah. she was trying to kill them. Not you know not that long ago. Right. So they can't really fully accept her all the way back in. As much as, you know, they may try. And at this point, I don't feel like they're really trying. It's kind of, they know that they can't, or they at least they Mm -hmm. feel like they can't trust her. So they're definitely keeping her. But they never accepted her in. They just accepted her as an extension of Hannah. Right. But that was all, that was it. But now it's even worse. It's even, yeah. (laughs) I mean, for obvious reasons, once Mm -hmm. that trust is broken when you're trying to go after someone, I mean, in that capacity, it's going to be difficult to trust them. But she makes a good point that, you know, she knows all the tactics and she still knows how to deliver everything to A. So keep your, you know, friends close, your enemies closer. It's definitely good to have her closer to them to see what she does. Yeah. I mean, and we'll see if they develop better habits of trying to hide what they're doing. Because it doesn't, I mean, we know that A knows everything. She's, you know, got cameras everywhere, spe- you know, bugs everywhere, that she hears every conversation. And how they do not even try to hide it, I don't know. I mean, it could just be, well, you know, she's going to know anyway, so who cares? We might as well just do what we want and do what the consequences. I don't know. That's just, I don't know, it's television, whatever. I'll get over it. <laughs> Days later, Kelly. I know, I know, I know. So what about, um, so we find out, too, with this issue with Toby, he still doesn't want Spencer to announce it to the girl, so she's not really telling why she kept everything a secret. He wants, he still wants to find out what happened to his mother. No new, no new evidence. He went back to Radley tried to do some investigating and basically got shut down. So he's still relying on information from A and why he's still trusting A, Spencer just doesn't understand. But, I mean, do you think that he'll ever really find out? I don't think he's going to stop till he does. I think he is, like, borderline obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. He has gone to Radley a few times now. He... I think is coming up with these theories. He has Spencer on the case with him and he doesn't want, you know, to, he's, he really wants to know and, and rightfully so. I mm-hmm. think at this point, if, if that's the way your mother had died, you would want to know all the ins and outs of it, especially after seeing what appeared to not be an accurate story in that brief scene we had right. at Bradley. But having worked for a, and knowing how A operates, um, he should know that he's just going to go in circles and he's going to be used and played for A's benefit. And uh, he may or may not get the story, but it's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah. Well, and I, he's, you know, he's blinded by that. He got a little bit of information and now he's, you know, hungry for more. So we'll definitely see what happens with him. Um, and I also, Emily, Emily was really angry and annoyed this episode. She runs into Shauna. Shauna took her place on the swim team and now Shauna's going to be around. She's, you know, she goes to Rosewood High now, so she's going to be with them. And she's already sketchy to begin with. And now it's going to be right in front of them. And she's really not taking that very well. But she's also, um, Trying to, you know, trying to help out, trying to help Hannah, trying to kind of bridge the gap between what's going on and try to make it right because she knows how it feels after they were just going after her parents. And she tries to send the dash cam evidence to the police, 
But of course, it's not the right video. So now the alley masks are gone and we're up to Emily masks, Emily faces. So the video, that's super creepy. The mask of Emily with the guilty sign. Just, I was so, <laughs> the masks in general, like going back really creeped me out. Uh-huh. And then that Emily mask and the guilty and then the handwriting. I just couldn't understand how one note, like wouldn't they mm-hmm. have her do her own handwriting in the station and compare the notes like well they just compared the mother's day card yeah so it seemed like an odd choice Mm -hmm. because someone could plant a mother's day card that's immediately where my head went yeah yeah it could be well you know they never really do things the right way they shouldn't have been talking to her without her parents or a lawyer Mm -hmm. or anything anyway especially when her mom works at the station yeah absolutely lots lots of wrong things but i think it was more so just to kind of let emily know we know, you know, we know, or be care, or if the the new detective is part of the A team, kind of like slow your roll. You're not going to get, mm-hmm. you know, you're not doing what you think you're doing. So, you know, I'm still on top here. So it could be either or. I mean, who knows? So the mask had to have been after they went to the shop to see um, what was his name. Uh, Oh, the, the creepy the mask creepy, maker guy? <laughs> because that's Emily was. Uh, yes. So now they've, they're so obviously there's, they still are whoever is running this new band of A team is, went there and got her face. It looked like, um, in the, in the video that, uh, the girl, it, it seemed like a girl. She had long hair wearing the mask. Well, in that video, it was the red coat, right? Yes, but the mm-hmm. the hair was coming out uh, from mm-hmm. under the coat. But don't you it think was, it was a wig? Because if it was supposed to be Emily, like the dark hair, maybe. But I thought yeah. you know maybe it was Shauna. Could have been or planting the yeah planting it, and they're still close with Melissa, Jenna, and uh, Shauna are still close to Melissa. And Melissa went back to destroy the mask. So how do we not know she took one? Yeah, no, she definitely could have taken them. And we don't know who's been back there since. So there are tons of ways that they could have gotten this mask, but now they're using Emily's face, and that's going to be a whole... I mean, now the focus is on Emily. I mean, we see from the preview, it's going to be a lot more mm-hmm. a lot more targets on her head. So we'll see how she handles that in conjunction with everything else, trying to go to college, figure out what she's going to do now that she's not swimming. It's a lot... I mean, it's a lot of pressure in a different way. I think we've seen throughout the show, though, that she's a fighter. Like, oh, absolutely. She's not going to give up easily and, no. like, let A get in her head. She she fights back. And mm-hmm. I'm actually excited to see that turn in the show. I feel like we... That'll be, like, a good turn for her to sh- show her, like, strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she usually does. She usually comes up from behind and really kind of, like, wrangles everyone together and just really gets things done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm you know, I, I really hope that she can kind of get through this and not always have to be, you know, have so many bad things happen to her poor kid. Yeah, I you know. know. I was happy to see her reunite with um, Spencer as well mm-hmm. this week. Kind of we saw them have that fight last week and it felt like they were like back to their old ways and and, uh, like a team again yeah and i think from all of them um she has she's the one that's a little bit more sensitive and she has that she sees the good in everyone regardless of what it is and uh, Mm -hmm. who they are she tries to give them the benefit of the doubt before um you know jumping to the gun and we you know we've seen that in prior seasons where she She's the one that brought Toby around. Mm-hmm. She's the one that, you know, made Toby acceptable uh, to the girls and introduced them. And um, right. 
mate, you know, she was friends with him when everyone was, you know, saying that Toby was the one that killed Allison. Mm-hmm. Well, so, what's interesting is you mentioned that it's kind of like the yin and yang of Spencer questions everybody. Like, mm-hmm. she thinks that no, she, it's not that she thinks that no one's good. She just questions everyone's intentions, and rightfully so at this point. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Emily still sees the world in that half glass half full mm-hmm. type situation. Well, and Emily also has had to struggle, I think, a little bit more than the other girls, just in general, with, with everything. I mean, she's, you know, her, her family doesn't have as much money as Spencer does. I think she's more appreciative of mm-hmm. just everything and also just genuinely gives people a chance and is not as kind of like puts her doesn't put her nose up as quickly as maybe the other ones do like she genuinely gives people a chance i think hence the reason why she was able to kind of bring toby in and turn things around and you know get kind of get people to stop and listen and i like that about her character you know, not that the other girls are like super snobby or no, anything, but you, but you know not. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's def- definitely a little bit of a difference. A- Emily just seems to be a little bit more open and personable to me than the other ones do a little yeah, bit it's more just easy. personality trait. Yeah, a little bit more easily approachable, I think, than the other girls do. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I hope she can she can figure it out. She's she's she definitely is a tough one, so they'll work it out. Well, she stands up to Mona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she goes to tell Mona. She that. wants in. She wants to know what you know, what's going on. And I mean, do we think Mona knows more than she was letting on? I mean, I always think she does. Uh, definitely, because if she knows, you know, the details of Spencer and Toby and the information, she. She probably got a video too. Of <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, and do, and do we even know that the video that she gave to Hannah was the real one? The the dash cam video. Did but, they ever look at it after? I can't remember. I have to go back and watch. No, I, I don't, don't think, think they ever so. looked at it again after Mona gave it to Hannah. Right? No, she never checked it. But her computer crashed. Remember? Right. Someone was logging in, so they might have just wiped it out mm-hmm. and replaced it with with something else. Yeah. Or I could have swiped it in and out of Hannah's house. Who knows? Definitely. (laughs) I mean, if they can get, you know, the gun back in the bag, then anything is absolutely anything is possible. And the bird. (laughs) Yes. And take the bird out. Oh, my gosh. So many crazy things. It's definitely getting darker and darker the way just like as promised, just like they said it would. And it's getting more and more exciting. I absolutely love the show. Um, And we got to see Aria kind of stand up to Ezra a little bit. It was just kind of like, you got it. It's done, dude. Leave me alone. And I felt really bad for her. She's really dealing with the repercussions of that relationship and the choices that she made in a real way that we really mm-hmm. hadn't seen before. So it's interesting to kind of see that, and especially with her brother's friends. Like, that's the worst. I know. I I just, you kind of felt for her in that yeah, moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was just kind of painful and having to, like, go in the locker room and and. But I was, like, kind of proud of her, too, that mm-hmm. she, like, stood up for herself and really didn't just, like, let the gossip build. She went and confronted him. And then Ezra kind of comes in and saves the day. And there was a moment there where I was like, oh, are they going to go mm-hmm. the easy route and reconcile here because, like, he comes in and saves the day? Or what she did was continue to stand up for herself and say, mm-hmm. no, like, you can't be the person to save me now. Yeah, and I liked that about her. She has a little bit more, she had a little bit more fight in her today, too, like telling Spencer, you know, you better deal, get over it with Emily, you guys work it out, (laughs) we need to get it together, and then standing up for herself here. And it was just kind of, we really saw the kind of like the turmoil between her and her brother, 
especially due to her parents' divorce and everything, and their relationship has has been pretty strained. And, you know, like I said before, we hadn't seen him in a while. So to watch them kind of go through that and he finally turns around, I thought was kind of nice to see that he realizes that he should have believed her and stood up for her instead of the other way around. Yeah, I definitely like that he's supporting her and mm-hmm. he's he understands what she's going through and that it's not easy mm-hmm. you know, to be humiliated in front of a locker room full of boys. Right. Um, especially, you know, that it's your friends. Mm-hmm. So he felt, I think, in a way responsible for what happened. I think he felt like, I shouldn't have told her. I should have handled this mm-hmm. and believe what she was telling me. Yeah, but I think he's, you know, angry for a lot of other reasons that have not nothing to do with that. But having to do, I mean, it would have, mustn't have been easy for him to deal with her, her relationship with Ezra, plus the divorce of her parents and his dad having an affair and all of those things. We really didn't see kind of what kind of a toll it took on him. So I think we're seeing that now with, with this, him acting out in this way, being upset with her. Because he may blame a lot of it on her of everything that he had to go through. And if your friends are taunting you about your sister and your mm-hmm. parents, that's not easy either, being in school. High school is a mean place. But like, <laughs> I was, like, brokenhearted when I saw Ezra standing um, oh, in the doorway, the I know. window just looking at her. And it must be really difficult, you know, being in the same school, being in the same classroom, mm-hmm. and not really being able to talk to one another. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, she looks to be pretty over it. She looks over it. He looks fully in it. Yeah, and I think it's reversed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, who did you think went after Connor's car? I, I thought it was, it was Mike. Mike. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Okay, we were all on the same page. At first, I was like, "Is it Ezra?" Like, yeah. but did he? He was wearing the the hoodie from. From school, right? Yeah, because that's how we saw a hundred percent. But for that second, I was like, "Did he go and like death?" Did Ezra? I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that would be amazing." But I no, know. I agree, Mike. I thought, yeah, I thought it was Mike. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. There was probably a camera or something around. Poor Mike's now going to be in trouble because from the preview. Uh, preview, it's like Emily now Mike, and we don't know what happens to this poor kid trying to stand up for his sister, and he probably just got himself in a lot more trouble, just like Hannah trying to protect someone shouldn't take it in your own hands sometimes especially not with a running around town i don't know couldn't agree more so what do we think about uh hannah or not hannah i'm sorry aria's mom is she does she take off to europe after all yes i think she did did, did, okay she she mentions it to her brother and says like are you mad something about mom i I missed that yeah yeah well i'm glad she i'm glad she did those bees in the car are creepy (laughs) yeah she recovered quickly from her bee incident (laughs) yeah she did (laughs) she did um what else do we need to go over guys i'm really i'm i'm excited to see the next episode i want to know already like what happens how long is ashley going to be in jail she can't be there for long it was totally a setup we got to figure it out <laughs> i agree i just uh overall feel bad for the girls I think yeah they're going through so much for you know for pretty much trying to figure out why their friend was killed I know. We talk about that all the time. It's really, it's really such a crazy and twisted situation, but it just keeps getting more and more strings attached to it. It's just crazy. Yeah, they're just going after justice for their friend, and it seems to throw them directly into the line of fire. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we definitely love to hear from you guys, so please make sure to go to iTunes and YouTube and rate and comment. We definitely read them. 
And let us know your theories about what you think is going to happen, how long you think Ashley's going to stay in jail, and if uh, anyone else is next. We saw that car driving into Emily's house. What is that all about? I'm so curious to see what that is. I hope nobody gets hurt. In that last scene Uh with the black gloves undoing the... Yeah, so we know that, that, but I hope, you know, we see her mom in the kitchen, and she's... So I hope that nobody's nobody's hurt with that. So we'll definitely Mm. see what happens next week. Do you have any news and gossip? I do. Let's do it. So uh, we know that the Teen Choice Awards are coming up quickly here. And of course, Pretty Little Liars has a few nominations this year. Uh, Lucy Hale is once again nominated for Choice Summer TV Star in the female category, obviously. And uh, for Dramatic Actress, we have Troyan uh, joining that gr- category, as well as Keegan Allen and Jan- Janelle Parrish um, are also nominated for the show. So there's a lot of that nominations means. for them. And, that's uh, great. Exactly. So let's all hope that they sweep. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. At, at the Teen Choice Awards. Always fun. Um, also, there was a crazy rumor this week about Lucy hell wanting to quit pretty little Lies. i saw that can you imagine no. that show without lucy no. hale that i can imagine it without any of them yeah um so uh she of course denied that she went on her twitter and said for the magazine claiming i'm quitting pretty little liars that's absolutely false i love the show and everyone involved so she knows that this show made her like a name for herself and obviously mm-hmm. she's going to go on and do other projects but it's nice that she at least for the time being wants to be part of the Pretty Little Liars team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally um, Ryan Guzman who plays Jake of course on mm-hmm. the show um, uh, talked a little bit um, about the future of his character um, to The Hollywood Reporter and he mentions that he thought that there would be lots of fan backlash because everyone loves mm-hmm. Ari and Ezra, myself included. I say it all the time on the show, <laughs> let's be honest. But actually and I, I have to say that I don't mind him. I think they're kind of a cute pair and he says that there's been actually lots of fan support for him. Um, I thought maybe this they wouldn't like the Jake character but surprisingly we've got a good following People are starting to like that pair, the Jake and uh, Arya. What do you think will happen with them? I hope he. I hope he comes back. I think it's good for her to have somebody that's a little bit more grounded, but and around her age, and to kind of make her grow up in a different way and kind of on her own. So I think it'll be nice to see him come back. So Definitely, I, hope I think her and Art, uh, Ezra have had time to build. You know what mm-hmm. we're seeing, so she needs to. You know, we need to give that opportunity for Jake and. Uh, are you absolutely i've also heard rumors of a confrontation between jake and ezra which Ooh, would I be, that'd be well he already thing. knows he already <laughs> yeah. knows it's ezra so yeah he might get a little bit pro- overprotective that could yeah. be kind of fun to see yeah i, I would look forward to that too <laughs> yeah. is there anything else yep, is that, I it? Think we're good. Is that it all right well let's get into some predictions and now you're after buzz tv Okay, what do you guys think? What's going to happen next week? Who's driving the car? (laughs) No one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going one of the parents. um, I think maybe one of Emily or Hannah. No, Hannah crashes into Hannah's. No, no, Emily's house. Okay, so maybe, maybe Hannah's parent? I don't know. It's hard. You think one of the parents was driving? Yeah. Really? Because huh. they're going after the parents with the B. That's true. Yeah. And so you think it's a parent that's involved in the A-team? I, 
I don't know. I hmm. that's it's just I my think latest thought. Next week it'll be different. <laughs> <laughs> it might be one of their cars, but no one would actually be in it. So it's going to be registered under someone's name. That yeah. I don't know who would they try to pin um, after Emily. So I don't close know. Close to her. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? I don't know. I'm going to have to say that I think the house mother is um, related to Allie in some way because it looks mm-hmm. a lot like Allie's mom. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> could be a kind great, of okay, an aunt or something. I don't know. All right, I don't know. Maybe the you know maybe the, the some of the parents of Rosewood went to that sorority. They don't realize that they were maybe all on sorority road together, and that's how it's connected. Maybe I don't know. I hope the intergenerational uh, kind of plot line blows up by the end of it the season. It looks like it. I mean, we'll it see. Will. I don't know. I'm excited to see what it, how it goes. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We definitely enjoy the show. We can't wait for next week. Make sure to go to AfterBuzz TV on Twitter and you and follow us there and check out our uh, updates on Facebook as well. And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. And you can follow me on Twitter at Stephanie Wenger. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Emma Key. And we'll see you guys next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.